0: Come about all all come Wow, wow. 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 D- D- Yeah. Oh D- <laughs> <laughs> yes! To the Team Damn podcast, complete success or utter failure. Is that fucking Bob Ross?
1: Yes. God, because you said happy little accidents. <laughs> it's
0: so, it's so glorious. So welcome back for for Team Damn podcast. Uh, Hi, this is part two. of the the myths legends and aliens uh part one just to recap uh quick summary we talked about urban legends we talked about apocalypse and how all the religions are basically talking about the same thing yep um we talked about i am legend the Mm -hmm. book not the movie correct it was a good movie looks way better and, uh, we talk about vampires, werewolves and all, I honestly believe all that is real
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you can either explain it with science or you can explain it with, uh, your um, mind's eye. yeah, your mind. I, I don't know a better word for that. Mind's eye. Like, cause that's not exactly what I'm trying to say, but like, that's the best way to word it is like, make it up with your mind. Yeah. Just fill in the blanks with your mind. Yeah. So, um, Uh, I'm not sure, um, what Omega Man is. I'm pretty sure the book was just called I Am Legend. Um, I'm pretty sure, but now you have a curious, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. The, the copy of the book that I got, um, no, it is, it's I Am Legend. Um, what is Omega Man? The novel was a success and
1: adapted into films. The Last Man on Earth, the Omega Man.
0: So the Omega Man was a movie. Is the second adaptation of Matheson's novel. The first was The Last Man on Earth. Yes. Huh. Yeah. I've never even heard of that one. I might have checked that out. Um. So. Not now, Danny. Random host raffles um, on Twitch So this this rabbit hole that we're gonna go down now um, now that we've we've kind of established uh, the, the I guess the foundation that um, I kind of believe in this stuff mm-hmm. and how I believe in it you know it, it can be explained either by science or this you know the mind's eye kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna delve into now um, is Dante's Inferno. Yes. And Sean can tell you, um, and we've talked about it in some previous podcasts as well, Dante's Inferno was something that I studied a lot in high school. Uh uh, Because I have this uh, weird, I shouldn't say fascination, but like. uh, Curiosity. Yeah, curiosity about like different religious texts and, and, you know, how you can approach them with different points of view. Mm -hmm. So for those that don't know, uh, you can. Do a quick Google about Dante's Inferno. Not the fucking video game. Although the video game was fun. I don't think I ever actually played it. I think I watched you play Yeah, I played it because it was just, it was there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Dante's Inferno. And I played it and I was like, well, I mean, it was pretty accurate to the fucking book. Um, except for the whole, like, you know, like, being over the top, like, Assassin's Creed style. But whatever. No, um, you know what was not? Like the book, Aladdin. It was a terrible video game. <laughs> didn't see that one coming did you no i didn't um so dante's inferno basically uh and i always fuck his name up even after all these years dante Alighieri, sure sure yep. yeah he's italian wrote this book and it's called the divine comedy and actually inferno was only the first one mm-hmm. um, there was purgatory and the one that dealt with purgatory and then there was one that actually like he went to heaven
2: mm-hmm.
0: basically the purpose of it uh Yeah, the game, I mean, the the visuals in the game were pretty fucked up. Um, Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the the thing is, too, is that was actually described in the book. Um, Not to that degree of imagery, but... uh, And basically, you know, the premise of the story is, is, and he airs people out. Like, the book's actually known because he was, like, talking about the different circles of hell and how these people were in hell, and he would name... Like, I think one had the Pope in it. Hmm. Yeah. For, like, false prophets or something like that. Go on. And and that's kind of why it was proposed as the Divine Comedy. Um, Because these people were... that Like like I said, he's airing everybody out. Hmm. Um, All these people that were doing things in the world that he did not think were actually Christian. So where we're going to get weird about this... Is there's actually a theory out there that states Dante's Inferno was a, actually written as a first hand account. That's what I was curious about. <laughs> we had discussions last night about today, and we t- touched on the subject. I was like, I had to clarify to Sean today when I got here. Like, no, I hadn't been drinking last night. I was I was wondering. I was sober and in my right mind. It'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, Da Vinci actually was in Hell, too. Um, I do remember that. Um, I can't remember what circle he was in, but he was in Hell. And the reason why I like Dante's Inferno, too, while I don't know why that just sparked my memory Isn't on that. Wasn't he in the golden circle? I'm done. Going home. West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now I need to watch that movie. Uh, uh, and you totally made me fucking forget I know. God damn it. Mm.
1: Uh, Do you think you're going to go smooth into this one? I wasn't going to throw any resistance at you.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. So Dante's Inferno, another reason why I liked it too, was because it actually crossed religions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had the river Styx uh, from Greek mm-hmm. yeah, and you had, I think service was there as well. I don't um, know, it's been so long. It's been yeah. since high school since I remember you telling me. All but time. like there was, there were so many pools from different religions in Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the reasons why I like it. But it's also one of the reasons why you can put it down that it was a first-hand account. Going back to what I said in part one about religion.
1: Okay. I'm interested.
0: Yeah. So we talked about in part one, you know, uh, Apocalypse, Ragnarok, and, you know, how something happened on the world, Mm -hmm. in the planet, uh, with everybody. Sean for president. Mike just said that. West Virginia. <laughs> God
1: damn it. Just don't let me step on a landmine. Yeah. Oh. No. And now i made myself sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if if you look at the aspect that we talked about, with all religions are talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you approach apocalypse, like all religions are talking about, you know, essentially the same thing, but they put their own spin on it because at the end of the day, we're all human. Correct. So, when you say that, and then talk about Dante's Inferno, Dante transcends hell, and he's talking about all these different aspects of different religions. Mm -hmm. He was a Catholic. Yes. We're a weird bunch. Yeah. I was raised Catholic. So Catholics are very strict. Yeah, don't say. (laughs) You're not allowed to write and talk about other religions, especially in the time that he wrote this. Yes. Like he would talk about sailing witches. (laughs) To modern
1: day. All right. you look at my. So for the people who do not know me well, I was raised in a very Irish Catholic family. Very Irish Catholic. Family. You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> I mean, like, so take for take for example, grandma and grandpa Gilligan. Yeah. Oh, you don't shit talk the Pope in that house. You don't ever say anything disparaging about the Pope. Although the new Pope will
0: fucking lay hands on people.
1: I feel like. <laughs> I feel like if you said like new pope if you like a side note if you if you came in like a 7-11 not like 11 o'clock at night yeah. and the pope was in there and you said something offhand he'd throw hands with you yeah what <laughs> about to catch his holy ass beat
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the new pope uh,
1: yes he's he's kind of cool i'm not gonna lie the last one was like he rem- the last pope reminded me of the um you remember little nicky where he turned yeah he's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> <Even> little bastard <laughs> That's what the last Pope reminded me of. I'm sorry. Can
0: we subject. Yeah. It, it, it happens. It's it's us. You catch these hands. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So that approach, like the fact that, you know, he wrote this when he did, mm-hmm. and he's pulling in other aspects of religion. You're like, hang on. That's not allowed. Right. But, I mean, he was also, you know, excommunicated or right. whatever from Italy. Yeah. Um, And, but so you can also say that it was a first-hand account because, once again, going back to that whole mind's eye thing, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, maybe he did transcend into hell after Beatrice.
1: I mean, it's always possible.
0: You know, because we hadn't explained stuff away with science yet, and he, at that time, they were more open, and and that was also the boom of, you know, Christianity. Yes. the It was during the Holy Crusades. Yes. That all this happened, And, and Christianity, like... Maybe that was why he was able to transcend into hell, was because of the new boom of Christianity. They took a step back from science and were reopening, for lack like of a better way of saying it, the mind's eye. Yeah. And they opened themselves up more to, and they say opened themselves up to the Holy Spirit, but maybe that's what they were doing. And Dante was able to do that and it into hell. Or it might have just been a really bad acid trip.
1: The Inquisition, <laughs> what a show! <laughs> so we have branded their knuckles. We slapped them. God damn it! What and else can-, can we do? Bring in the nuns. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Mel <Mount> Brooks. <laughs> uh, I love Mel Brooks. He's sorry, I, I need to watch History of the World again. Yeah, but that's that's a very valid with a tie-in from part one. It really does. That. I can see where you're at now. Yeah. I can honestly see where you're at. Like, what I'm saying sounds fucking crazy. But you put it all together and it makes sense. And, and here's where
0: we're really going to go off the fucking like, chain. God damn, I thought we were doing it already. Nope. Like, before we were kind of like just rolling right next to the, the tracks. Yeah. With occasional veer off into the... Oh fuck, get back over the tracks. Now, I'm taking a hard fucking left at Albuquerque. Never take a left at Albuquerque. No, you're not supposed to. But we're going to do it. I'll take it to Mexico. And this one is heavily, heavily fucking steeped in science. Oh, I know where we're going with this. Aliens? Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the Fermi Paradox. Here we go. <laughs> Which, the Fermi Paradox is a scientific theory. I've never heard of this. Okay, so, and, I, and I'm not going to do the full Fermi Paradox justice. I'm going to give you the brief summary. The two I've been reading. Yeah uh i'm going to give you the brief summary of it and and we'll go from there so basically the fermi paradox it asked the question why haven't we seen aliens yet valid question yeah you know we're supposed to be one of the youngest civilizations in the galaxy mm-hmm. like our earth is right in that habitable zone and in the grand scheme of the the galaxy and the cosmism you know we're the very universe young. We're, we're young yeah um and there's billions upon billions of hundreds of billions, thousands, whatever stars where they have planets surrounding them Mm -hmm. and that are in that sweet zone Mm -hmm. to have habitable life. Mm -hmm. And they've probably been around way fucking longer than we have. So why haven't we seen them? Why haven't we made contact? Um, So there's a couple things that happen when you start talking about the Fermi paradox. First off, a galaxy far, far away, you will never reach. Because of the expansion of the universe, Mm -hmm. if you were even able to create a starship that is capable of light speed travel, Mm -hmm. the next galaxy over is moving at such a high rate of speed away from this galaxy, that even light speed travel, you will never catch up to it. Hmm. So the furthest we will ever get is our own galaxy.
2: Hmm.
0: I never knew that. Yeah. Second... Um we talk about the great filters and the Fermi paradox. uh Oh, got a notification. Yeah, I had a phone call. Oh. It was a train. Yeah. God damn it, Sean. Fucking my wing shade up. What? <laughs> so we talk about the great filters. Um the great filters aren't defined, um, but they're basically stated that you know there's some kind of cataclysmic events that each civilization has to pass before it can obtain some kind of technological advancement to reach out to the stars. And that these great filters are in place and technology, like once they start to get into a certain point, it kills that civilization off. Um, Now in theory, in regards to us, so let's use us as an example. Um, It's proposed that either One of two things have happened with us. Either we have reached, we're the first civilization to go get past these filters, Mm -hmm. which I hate to say is highly unlikely. Um, The other, the flip side of that coin is, is that we haven't even hit the first filter yet. And basically, like one of the proposed filters that has come up is utilization of renewable resources on the planet in regards to climate change and basically destroying the planet. And they, they say that that might actually be the first filter that we're coming up on. Hmm. And so we're about to go through a big test to see if we can make it past the first filter. All right. All right. So the next one, and this will tie everything together. Oh, boy. And a nice sweet little bow for you. Have, it, we, have we turned left at Albuquerque yet? Oh, we did. Okay. A couple, couple minutes back. Okay. So there's three types of civilizations in the Fermi Paradox.
2: Okay.
0: Type one. And this all has to do with the um, utilization of resources available. Mm-hmm. So type one, you reach type one when you are able to sustainably utilize all the resources that your planet has to offer. They say on the Fermi paradox scale like we're like 0.73 of one. we're almost there we're not there and Fermi himself has said like it might be another couple hundred years and we might get there. Mm-hmm. If we have a couple hundred years. Right. To say that we're not wiped out by a giant rock tomorrow. Right. Uh, Type two is utilization of renewable resources on the planet. You know, so type one. And then able to harness and utilize all the energy and resources of the sun that we circle. That's type two. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Type three is utilization of the entire galaxy's resources for energy consumption. Galactus. Conflicted. <laughs> right. So um, which is funny because like if you there's a video out there and I, I re-watched it last night to like refresh my memory on some of this stuff. And, and like the the video even used like a duck as galactus for that part. Of it. But it said that the type three civilization we wouldn't even be able to fathom in our current state. They would appear godlike to us. That's fair. Yeah. And one of the other filters is that a type three civilization is responsible for creation and destroying civilizations and is one of the final filters in the Fermi paradox. Well, what does that sound like? Go like this. God. Or go like this okay (laughs) (laughs) either one so it's fermi paradox actually like supports um religion if you think about it in that light and i and i know we we're going down way left on this so but basically the fermi paradox says like all these little things have to happen in order for us to make contact with aliens so the paradox then is, why haven't we made contact? Well, the filters and, like, the other theory that kind of spawns off of the Fermi, Fermi Paradox, but it's not actually part of it, is that we were deemed unworthy. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. So we've been visited by aliens. Yes. And, and whether or not you believe in UFOs, um, I kind of do. I, I do. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't kind of. I do. It's, we've been visited, and they've kind of observed us, and they're like, man, this civilization has no idea what the fuck it's doing. We're not even wasting our time. Moving on. So, in a nutshell, that's kind of the Fermi paradox.
1: See, I'm with you. That's actually not that far down the rabbit hole
0: for me to to say. It sounds like it is until you start kind of processing it.
1: I think... The more that I kind of liken it to what my stance on it to begin with, um, I'm 50-50 on the matter, honestly. Do I believe that we're the only ones in the galaxy? Galaxies? Yeah. Probably not. Right. Have we been visited? Probably not. Or the other half of me goes, no, outside is just nothing but soul-crushing sadness. We are literally it. Which is also a distinct possibility. We don't know. However... You know the sign? God, Jesus, like right, Pat. First of all, we clear the air. There's nothing <laughs> a goddamn right, Pat. Um, stop, stop, stop <laughs> burning the fucking gate. You're making everybody's life miserable. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so I actually, it's funny that we we actually chose the subject because yesterday it was a terrible goddamn movie, but it was it was an interesting concept of a movie called The Phoenix Tapes, yeah. and it's based around. You remember that. I want to say viral, because viral wasn't a thing in 97. But we'll use it for, for argument's sake. Um, was the three lights in the Phoenix sky. Oh, yeah. And then one would disappear, and then pop up on the other side, and they would just rotate around. So yeah. the whole premise of this movie, and I use uh, spoilers, whatever, it's been out for like five years, um, <laughs> was that these campers were out there, a bunch of guys, it was like a bachelor party or something, and the lights were weather flares, to mask the cover-up of contact between extraterrestrial life coming in and viewing what was going on on our planet and America basically saying, not today, sucker, you're a threat to us, and duking it out with them. Huh. To which it to turn into a war maybe after a second. But the idea got me thinking, which is kind of ironic, that's what we came up with today, is these incidents like Roswell and stuff like that, maybe that is a red herring. Maybe things yeah. have happened, you know, maybe they're amongst us. We don't even know it. Right. I, we are not that far removed from cavemen. We're not as smart no. as, as we, I mean, granted, yeah, we come up with amazing things every day, like cancer treatments and stuff like that, right? which is wonderful. We're not that far no. from shitting in a cave and clubbing our wives.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: You're married. Yeah. You. I mean, and even then, we're, we have stumbles backwards. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Looking at you, anti-vaxxers. We'll do that another day there's i, I love uh oh God, what's his name is comedian uh jeffrey something i can never remember his his last name it's something weird but he does a bit about uh you know the progression of of humanity and mm-hmm. you know he's like oh up here in the front car uh, we got the scientists and they're leading the charge and you know then you got your population and you got you know all the goes down the train it's fucking fun and then he's like, he's like, and then in that last car, that, that last car that's just weighted down and holding us back.
1: You the got old caboose. Like, you, got, <laughs> you got your religious nuts and your
0: anti-vaxxers and, and people that just don't believe in science. And he's like, and the rest of the train car is like, we could just pull this pin, and just fucking leave them behind. <laughs> and I think
1: I think to further cement your idea, and to say it's it's really not that far down the rabbit hole. Really. Because I think with religion and aliens, I think they go one in hand. Yeah. You look at Christianity and they say, um, oh boy, I'm not going to try to butcher the text. But basically one of the signs of the apocalypse was, you know, chariots raining from the sky on fire. Yeah. And um, a fleet of angels emerging from the clouds and the, the, the trumpet horns. And, right. Boy, sounds like something re- re-entering the atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Charging through the atmosphere, hitting friction and burning up. Yeah. And which could have just been a meteor shower. Um, it could have been aliens. But we filled
1: in the gap and said, it's right. It's angels. Right. Unless it's actual angels. St. Michael. Yeah. A man. He's just... He's pissy. He's the best goddamn angel. <laughs> he is what the Pope is now at all times. He, he'll throw hands just for the sake of throwing hands. to <laughs> like, go? Just on principle. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm God's hitman, so... Sam. Catch these hands, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> but I think exactly what you're saying,
2: and
1: that I find it very interesting about the whole um, the expansion thing, because I never really thought about it in that context. Yeah. That's that's a really which then
0: makes me realize that things like the Voyager are for now Oh uh, yeah, that will like, never catch up. All of a sudden, you start thinking, "Hey, what's up, Nate?" Uh, all of a sudden, you start realizing like uh, space travel in Star Wars mm-hmm. is highly fucking inaccurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, but I mean, that's not to say too, that, uh, we like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. where we find some kind of, and we, we learned how to transverse wormholes. And that's that's another thing. Nobody still knows how a
1: black hole works. Nobody. Yeah. There's why there's no way you're going to survive it. At least theoretically from what we've came in yeah. and figured out. It could actually be something that's filled with you know rose petals and unicorns. We have no idea. We just theorize that you know white can't even escape and it's just crushing mass and right. So I mean, think well. I guess pictures of you know supernovas and shit like that. Right, credence to it,
0: but yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like our the Milky Way galaxy alone is made up of how many stars? Billions. It's not trillions. I mean, and and we as humans, we've only even what like started to explore via like video yes and a camera and satellites and photography mm-hmm. like a fraction of what we can get to and now that every picture you know I think the the Hubble telescope is an amazing thing
1: right but we're literally taking a picture and that picture is you know 10 20 30 years ago, right from what that picture was actually taken because all like and distance and time and yeah wow. Yeah. It's it's hard to wrap your head around, really,
0: honestly. Oh yeah, I mean, and it's it's what like there's the one theory that by the time you actually see a star in the sky, it's already burned up and died.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't know if that's actually a theory. I actually think that might be more factual than anything else. But you know, so we oh boy, wish I wasn't at work. I got some stories for you boys. Oh yeah, we'll 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 have to catch up later tonight on these stories. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Cam said he's got a meeting. He'll catch us later. Bye, Cam. Bye, Cam. <laughs> but, um, you know, so we we talk about the great filters of of the Fermi paradox in regards to that type three civilization. And you can explain everything yeah, alone with the, the thought that there's this type three civilization out there that we perceive as godlike. Mm-hmm. That goes back to, like, you know, they can create shit and. This, that, and the other. And then you, you play into the fact that the whole, like, we call it the mind's eye and closing ourselves off of, to it through science, trying to explain everything. And we can't even perceive what we were able to perceive years ago. So it gets gets pretty fucking weird.
1: And I, I think I think a lot of, like, the whole not far being removed from caveman plays a lot into it. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Um, Who's to say that there's not some plausible explanation as to the paranormal? Oh, yeah. You know, I see ghosts or something like that. Well, we, you know, this ghost is angry at me. Oh, no, no, it's just, it's just that person. Yeah. That's actually what happens. Yeah. But we can't wrap our head around it. Yeah. We, we're still, you know, not too far removed from saying, my dog died. It's your fault. Time to burn at the stake. Right.
0: So. So it's like, yeah. So like a ghost is like. Just it, it is what it is. It's just a ghost. It has no ill intent. Yeah, just a ghost. And but we perceive it as that because it's something unique and different, and we're like, "Oh, it has to be malicious," you know, An extraordinary cause, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it goes back to you know what we were saying about the vampires mm-hmm. and, the, and the werewolves and and aliens. I honestly think, I I honestly think aliens are true. As long um, as I'm
1: fifty 50-50 on.
0: Yeah. I I honestly I said I definitely subscribe to the theory that like they visited us and they were kind of like yeah no not Do, fucking with those guys don't we'll, call us we'll call you yeah, we'll, we'll come back in a little bit like we literally got fucking swiped left on aliens oh that's the worst alien Tinder yeah, yeah. <laughs> aliens like pulled it up on their computer screen and they're like. Ah. Nope, moving on. I just picture ET up there. No.
1: Guys <laughs> <laughs> glowing finger just swipe
0: it. Just nope. nope. But you know, we I mean we could we could even get into some like weird shit. Not that this hasn't at all been weird.
1: I think I'm gonna put more research into it, uh, what you're talking about and you know, further down the line do revisit this again.
0: Oh yeah. I mean it it definitely falls back into you know the and I, and I wrote it down to remember the the general theme of today was you know the whole mystical world versus science and mm-hmm. uh, if we honestly keep trying to explain everything away we're just moving ourselves further away from just like being able to process stuff in a more I don't even, spiritual sense I guess yeah you know like if you look at the guy like Neanderthals mm-hmm. you know the cavemen like. They were probably more susceptible to a religion than we are today, mm-hmm. because today we need everything fucking explained to us. Right. Our civilization is the fat girl tender. <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty much. Uh, that, that's honestly. Go to <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, that's what I honestly believe. Like you know, aliens—they—they they swiped left on us. Uh, yeah. Or they're amongst us. We have no idea. Yeah, there's that too. I mean, and it's and that goes back to what we talked about in I think it was the comic book episode where I said Hollywood has gotten lazy mm-hmm. with sci-fi. And every single fucking alien you ever see is some bipedal fucking creature. The uh, humanoid, yeah. Yeah. Like I think if we like there could be an alien sitting right next to us and it's some gaseous fucking cloud. Yeah. And because we can't perceive it's there. Yeah. they're just fucking judging the fuck out of us right now. These these stupid motherfuckers.
1: Oh, if I had their Tinder Pro would swipe off so fast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know,
1: it's I don't know, man. Like I you know, it's interesting. It really is interesting. And I think there is credibility to it. I I think there's credibility in really any any argument for and against it because we don't know. Right, yeah, we may—we're probably never going to know in our lifetime. Let's just oh, be honest.
0: No, but although if it ever did happen, I imagine it would be one of those. Everyone knows the chubby girls suck the best. Dick, bring on the alien cocks. That's Mike, everybody. <sighs> I deal with Mike. Probably should have read that to myself before I just read it out
2: loud. <laughs> Jesus, Mike.
0: Oh my God. But it, if it were to happen. I think it would be like, boom, happens tomorrow. You're not going to see it come. Yeah, there's never going to be any preemptive. No. Anything. Like, and I think it, it would it would not be a far cry to say that, and now we're, we're going to get into some some other shit here. Yeah, I don't think it would be a far cry to say that our government's trying to hide it to try to, like. You motherfucking gate runner. Yeah. Yeah. There's Nothing. If, I'm going to go fucking Naruto run. All oh right. At, right. it fucking right Clap them cheeks. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I but. mean, well, yeah, cause you, you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to otherwise mass hysteria. Yeah. Um, I think honestly too, like if the lead scientists, they'd have to leak it online for the general populace to know mm-hmm. if like, there's some apocalyptic asteroid getting ready to hit the earth. I'm pretty sure the government would shut that shit down instantly and be like, "Nope, don't fuck it Yeah, I can see that. It, it would not be a fallout situation. It would be more like, uh, like surprise. Yeah, and I, well, actually, I, mean, I don't know. I've thought about this
1: very instance, and I think that in the instance that we were uh, absolutely 110, we're going to die. Oh yeah, okay. you know, the side of a like, you know something the size of Florida zooming through a few hundred thousand miles per hour. I don't think the government is capable of hiding it, because right. at the end of the day, everybody's still a human. We're going to be like, ah, uh, government shut down today. Bye. <laughs> and you're going
0: to figure something out. It, so, it, would, it would take one person right. to say something. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of motherfuckers keeping their mouth
1: shut. Right. We're going to shoot me. We're going to die tomorrow. Fuck <laughs> I'm <gonna> go fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Tweet. I do We're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> shoot me. I don't give a fuck. Like, but you know I. Do I think that the government probably knows something? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, that government could know a lot. I think actually the ones that probably know the most that we're never going to find out is you know what's underneath the fucking Vatican
0: and yeah. the super secure shit that's down there. But it's it's uh, it's Dante. He yeah. he obtained immortal life and now they're just keeping him down under the Vatican, along with the Szechuan sauce. God damn that Szechuan sauce. Fuck. It's good. It is. It is. And they just, they
1: like, they have a stockpile of McRibs. And that's why, they, <laughs> that's why it leaks every year. They just send enough out just to get by. And they're like, and the rest of this shit's ours. Yeah. We're going to make you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> Along with this restaurant Yeah. God damn it. Fucking Vatican. But yeah, man, I absolutely think that, um, There is knowledge out there. Is it for the greater good? Absolutely. Right. We're going to like the whole JFK thing. The government absolutely knows more. Oh, yeah. And. Without a doubt. I think there's. Necessary evil. Yeah. Because. It's unpopular. I understand transparency. I
0: get it. But
1: there's some things I just don't want to know.
0: Honestly, I just don't want to know. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, I mean, in all honesty, like. If there's some alien life form that's so technologically advanced, like, why, yeah. yep. Yep, that word, yep. technologically advanced, and they do have malicious intent and they're coming here, I don't know if I'd want to know that until they were already here. Right. And when they're here, it's kind of like, well, f- fuck. What I mean, am I going to do? And
1: even if it's like the idea was like 20 years from now. Yeah. Everything's going to halt. Nobody wants to do anything. Yeah. Dude, what am I working for if I'm going to die in 20 years? Right. Right. So I I get the I get the the keeping shit secret for necessary evil per se.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. What if Daft Punk was real? They're they're the others. I'm pretty sure Daft Punk. I'm pretty sure they're not human. They have a song. (laughs) Robot. (laughs) Human. Yeah, War of the Worlds is uh that's that's an interesting one. One of my favorites. One, of,
1: I I'm actually very much into that. Yeah. Orson. So the original broadcast, um, Orson Welles, uh, was twenties. Yeah, it was twenties. Twenties, and it sounded so realistic, it put everyone in America in a panic. Yeah. And you look at that. That was just a radio broadcast, and it wasn't like. Don't confuse it with Tom Cruise's bullshit adaptation. Yeah. This was. Like one of the it was like one or two robots per major city just laying waste. Yep. It wasn't everywhere across the country, but just these select cities. Yeah. And it put everyone across the whole continental US on notice and panic. Yeah. So who's to say that, you know, necessary evil? You know what I mean? Right? If I'm gonna die, I'd rather walk out my door and ET standing there with a fucking 45 and you know, caps me in the fucking head. <laughs> Ah, it takes off and runs away. But um, <laughs> even if you look at Orson Welles' story, it's, it's possible. Just yeah. up and out of the blue, shit comes out of the sky and just starts fucking laying waste because it doesn't like us for whatever reason. Yeah. What the fuck are we going to do about it? Not a goddamn thing. We're just going to go, ah, goddamn, that sucks. Fuck. I was just going out the house to get some Pop-Tarts.
0: <laughs> this is how I go. You better shit your fucking Pop-Tarts with E.T.
1: He just shot me with a forty-five and ran away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was
1: the problem. You didn't share any Pop-Tarts with him. No, he likes to reach his pieces. Remember That's right. you in the closet.
0: I'm pretty sure that if you offered him
1: a Pop-Tart, he'd fucking take it. That was probably one of the most terrifying movies as a kid. Yeah. When he's all grayed out and he's sick. Yeah. He's like, ah! I was like... <laughs> ah!
0: like... Oh, shit. This is why I have fucking horror movie issues. Yeah. Uh... But, I mean, I think there's something to be said, too, for, uh, and I, I'm kind of circling back to some other stuff real quick here. Uh, the the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm. At yeah. my honest opinion, that was the first uh, rendition of uh, people are not going to be okay hearing this. So we're just going to throw that one out the window. hmm Because yeah, there's some fucked up shit in there. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the, the book of Enoch Mm -hmm. angels live among us. Mm -hmm. So going back to the whole, like, uh, you know, we're, we're angels actually angels. Were they aliens? Were they, you know, asteroids, whatever. But the book of Enoch talks about, you know, the, it wasn't, you know, Lucifer, but it was other angels, um, uh, Zazel. And, uh, there was a couple others, the angel of death. Yeah. Um. And that they they fell from heaven, mm-hmm. and well, they didn't fall from heaven. They came from heaven. Actually, they got their asses beat by Saint Michael. If you want to get to the Catholic side of it, no, that was the Lucifer one. He banished a lot of angels. That's true. Yeah, I mean, they did get banished by Saint Michael in the end. Yeah, but it was they came to heaven to visit, and they ended up having uh, having babies mm-hmm. with with women. And when they went back to heaven, they were cast out. Mm-hmm. So then the theory is, is well, I shouldn't say theory, but the book of Enoch talks about angels live among us and that they have spawned with uh, human women and they call them the Nephilim. And, you know, how do you explain any of that? Shroom trip. But when they're sitting there putting together the Bible and you get to the book of Enoch,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: let's just omit that one. People ain't going to be able to fucking handle the yeah. thought that angels are living amongst us, and that you know, my next door neighbor actually might be the son of an angel. Don't a possibility. Yeah, uh, Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, apparently she wrote a chapter of the Bible. And the Bible gets pretty muddied after a while, especially when you start getting around King James and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and the, whatever thoughts <coughs> you subscribe to that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute, which I think was just defamation by the church, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Jesus Christ having a fucking wife. But back then, like, I can see where they were like, no, that's not okay. It's out of wedlock. Yeah. Like, no, that, no, nah, he's supposed to be the savior. Like, he's not allowed to do this shit. Right. And then when she writes the chapter of the book, I like, fuck you. And then drop kicked it into the fire. You know, especially when you have cities like Pompeii where everybody was fucking each other, and yeah, Rome. What yeah. did you?
1: <laughs> Time for the orgy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, absolutely, and I think, I think it gives uh, the people
0: the idea. If you look at like. Um, Fire in the sky scared the shit out of me. The yeah. aliens were fucking terrifying. I time. was we were just talking we about We just that. talked. Yeah, we just talked about that in our last podcast. Where his eyes, was like,
1: eyes filled up with like, don't fill my eyes with milk. It's weird. <laughs>
0: like,
1: yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, for example, what, what are things like Constantine? Yeah. We'll, we'll even just say, not, not Help but we'll just say the movie Constantine with Conner reach.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is that goes back to that whole trying to explain everything away with science and in doing so closes up your mind's eye quote unquote um, like we can't perceive it mm-hmm. because we've moved too far forward with science whereas like somebody like Constantine is like nah, I got this shit dude right and he can see it and and there's even something to be said in that because there are people in in today today's world that honestly believe that they see demons Mm -hmm. and honestly believe that they see ghosts on a habitual basis to the point that they're like, they're a telepath or you know, they're in tune with the mystical world or the spiritual world, however they want to put it. And who's to say that they're not? Yeah. So. I have a hard time subscribing to
1: medium's abilities, I guess. Oh yeah. we've, We've discussed that before, but yeah, I think, do I think the possibility of things like Constantine where you know, we're we're a prize to be gambled between two. It's a possibility. Yeah, absolutely. Are we going to be you know, I an mean, offshoot of children or uh, angels? Absolutely.
0: Well, and that's the other thing, too, is is so we talked about the Book of Enoch and that these fallen angels had kids with women. How would that be? Yeah, I've heard Fleur talk about living with ghosts. Uh, she was talking about the other night when she was playing. Uh, I can't remember what game she was playing, but she started talking about it. Uh, one one of the people that follow uh, the Twitch channel, I was checking out their stream, and she, like, was telling stories about how she lives with ghosts. Why did you talk to her about right now? <laughs> Man. But, so we, you know, how would we perceive a, a child of an angel? Because angels have these otherworldly features. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're massive creatures. Mm-hmm. They're not... Like the way they're described in the book of Enoch, as well as other parts of the Bible, if you actually look for it, is they're not like the tallest, the shortest one is probably like seven foot. Yes, they're almost giants. Yeah. Well, where else was there a giant in the Bible? Oh, um. Goliath. Yes, thank you. Right. Uh, Goliath mm-hmm. was actually his name. Um, and translated means Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, David and Goliath. There we go. Gee. Yeah. Wow. Part of the book of Enoch states basically that Goliath was a child of an angel. Hmm. So, but once again, when you read that in the book of Enoch, you could see where when they were putting together the Bible, they're like, nope, scrap that one. Enoch, you don't get to say today. That's
1: fair. That's absolutely fair. That's not really down the rabbit hole, man. It's a, a very logical way to look at things, honestly. Yeah, hmm.
0: yeah. A, little, a little fucked up when you start thinking about it <laughs> yeah I kind of, kind of even thought I've been thinking
1: about
0: yeah it's uh, it gets a little trippy when you start going down the, the these rabbit holes of like random books and the thing is it's like these books are I mean they're online mm-hmm. but nobody talks about
1: them anymore they're yeah, kind of not interesting anymore no because
0: everything now is about the, the digital age mm-hmm. and you know if people were to actually go pick up a book and read it, you find out some random shit. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. I mean, in these stories, like I said, they're on the internet as well. I um, mean, you can read them on the internet, uh, but it definitely it gets a little it gets a little fucking weird.
1: of, how was the things you are saying. I can...
0: Yeah, it's. I think we we've really hit a lot on on this this two parter today. Yeah. Um. Hey, I, I keep going back to Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody talks about anything. They just like to forget the important things. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of burying their head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, and it goes back to that whole the Salem witch theory. Like sure. when you start approaching certain aspects of stuff you don't want to talk about, um, you you bury your head in the sand and write it off. Uh climate change mm-hmm. climate change when you actually start fucking looking at it is scary as fuck oh, yeah. according to the scientists yeah. but what do we do? we bury our hands, heads in the sand about it and we start talking about how it is it's not a real thing yeah. you know when you go this far back in the timeline you can definitely see where that same theory and ideology apply to a lot of this stuff that we talked about in these two parts mm-hmm. you know Dracula yeah. Like I said, like, how do you explain somebody that's just okay with sitting there having a meal while he's impaled an entire legion and just watch them all slowly die? Yeah. You know? Um, so, but I think, I think that about does it for, for this episode. Yeah, my mind is shot. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Sean's going to have to go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. I was not prepared for that one. Uh, you mental gymnastics over here. Yeah uh these are these are the things that happen in my head (laughs) jesus (laughs) No is (laughs) what this is what happens when i read too many books and start putting shit together uh that probably i don't know if they should be put together i don't know i dig it yeah i like it it's actually a lot of the basis too that i actually write a lot of stories from um for the comic books and stuff as well but so we're going to end the the podcast uh and we will see you guys next episode uh you guys have fun farewell
1: Thank you for
0: listening to the Team Gammon Podcast. Intro and outro for group and the color of the video. Audio editing done at the Primark Dune Studios. All rights reserved. Thank you.